BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome back to Everyday Einstein's Quick and Dirty Tips for Making Sense of Science. I'm your host, Lee Phelan, and today I want to talk about the science of violence. When violence and tragedy touch our lives, we often look for some way to affect change. We look for some meaningful action we can take to help prevent similar tragedies from occurring. Such were my thoughts after the heartbreaking shootings that took place at Sandy Hook Elementary School. I wondered what I could do as a father, scientist, and as a writer to help prevent similar tragedies. As I followed the commentary after the event, three claims struck me, which I'd like to explore today. The first was that this shooting could have been prevented by stricter gun control policies. The second was that extreme acts of violence such as this are a result of individuals being desensitized to violence through increased exposure to violent video games. The third viewpoint was that the killer had Asperger's syndrome. Therefore, it was expected that he would exhibit violent behavior. I wanted to know the truth behind each of these claims. So in this week's episode, I look at some of the research surrounding them. I encourage you to listen with an open mind. First, I want to thank Lynda.com for sponsoring this week's podcast. Lynda.com is a leading online learning company that helps you learn software, business, and creative skills so you can achieve personal and professional goals. You can try it free for seven days by going to Lynda.com slash everyday for a free trial. Membership starts at just $25 per month, and that gets you unlimited 24 by 7 access to top quality video courses taught by expert instructors with real-world experience. You can even learn on the go with the lynda.com optimized mobile site or their free iPhone and iPad app. That's lynda.com slash everyday. First, let's look at gun legislation and violence. As with any controversial bit of legislation, it's critical to have an understanding of the science behind the issue. Several studies have been done on the effects of gun legislation, both in the United States and in other parts of the world. In 1988, scientists at DePaul University looked at an interesting case study. Two cities in the state of Illinois that had similar demographic profiles enacted different laws related to gun control. One city enforced strict penalties on those found with handguns outside their homes, while another city banned handguns completely. While both cities saw a temporary decrease in gun-related crimes, these effects were only temporary. After a few months, gun-related crime returned to the same levels as before. Another study by the New England Journal of Medicine in 1993 found that keeping a handgun in the home increases the risk of gun-related homicide in the home. However, another study found that overall homicide rates, including those not carried out with a gun, were unrelated to handgun laws. A further study, also in 1993, found that suicide rates were also positively correlated with having a gun in the home. And another study found that overall suicide rates are effectively curbed by handgun laws. Finally, yet another study in 1993 found that there was no correlation between violent crime and gun laws. Apparently, 1993 was a common year for gun studies because of the ongoing debate at that time regarding the upcoming assault weapons ban, which was eventually passed in 1994. Studies following that ban carried out by the CDC and the National Research Council 
found that the 1994 assault weapons ban had no noticeable impact on gun-related crime, including crimes involving multiple victims, which was exactly the type of event that this ban was designed to stop. The study authors noted that this wasn't surprising, as it was what many scientists had predicted. Unfortunately, even in countries with extremely strict gun legislation, violent massacres still occur. For example, in China, it is illegal for any private citizen to own any type of firearm. Yet since just 2010, there have been at least 10 major school massacres there, resulting in the deaths of dozens of children as well as severe physical and emotional trauma for nearly 100 others. These terrible events were all carried out without a single firearm. The take-home message here is that all of the scientific and statistical evidence points to the fact that stricter gun laws will not solve the problem of violent crime, especially the problem of crimes involving multiple victims. Another area of potential blame that has often been repeated by the media is that of violent video games. In a 2003 study, researchers studied the behavior of more than 600 8th and 9th grade students. They found that, quote, adolescents who exposed themselves to greater amounts of video game violence were more hostile, reported getting into arguments with teachers more frequently, were more likely to be involved in physical fights, and performed more poorly in school, close quote. A 2005 study found that exposure to images from violent video games increased activity in the region of the brain associated with violent behavior. Another study found that violent video games played by undergraduate students increased violent behavior, though more so in men than in women. Finally, a study carried out by researchers at Iowa State University synthesized and analyzed the results of 35 other studies involving over 3,000 participants. They found that playing violent video games had an effect on aggressive behavior, quote, as strong as the effect of condom use on the risk of HIV infection, close quote. The study noted that these behavior changes were significant in both male and female and adults as well as children. Finally, the media was quick to report that the killer in the Sandy Hook shootings had Asperger's syndrome, which may have led to his violent behavior. Those with Asperger's syndrome and autism have long had to deal with not only with their own conditions, but also with the public perception of those conditions. A 2004 study found that this perception of mental illness has two negative effects. First, the loss of social opportunities can sometimes cause more harm than the symptoms of the illness itself. Second, the stigma associated with being labeled with a particular mental illness can cause some patients to forego or abandon treatment. It is often mentioned in the media that a tendency towards antisocial behavior is one of the distinguishing factors of Asperger's syndrome. The truth is that even experts aren't always sure what condition should be diagnosed as Asperger's syndrome. However, a study by researchers at the University of Michigan found that after evaluating the results of 21 other studies, only 2% of subjects diagnosed with Asperger's syndrome exhibited a history of violent behavior. Interestingly, a study in 2008 found that while violent video games were known to cause an increase in aggressive behavior, nonviolent games, especially games with a social component, are therapeutic for those suffering from mental illness. Everyone has opinions on these issues. Some of them are very strong opinions. However, the scientific evidence is clear. Gun legislation does not stop violent crime nor does it affect multiple victim incidents. Violent video games do lead to an increase in aggressive behavior in males and females, adults and children alike. People with Asperger's syndrome are not inherently violent, and public perception of mental health issues currently do more harm to some individuals than the illnesses themselves. Now before you write to me to tell me how wrong I am on any or all these topics, I encourage you to read the studies for yourself. These aren't my opinions or the well-crafted commentary of some media analyst, blogger, or politician. These are facts. So 
supported by science and statistics, conducted by experts in their respective fields, and published in peer-reviewed journals. Once again, I want to thank lynda.com for sponsoring this week's podcast. With lynda.com, you can learn software, business, and creative skills to achieve personal and professional goals. Try lynda.com free for seven days by visiting lynda.com slash everyday. If you like today's episode, you can become a fan of Everyday Einstein on Facebook or follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash Einstein. If you have a question you'd like to see on a future episode, send me an email at everydayeinstein at quickanddirtytips.com. Until next time, I'm your host, Lee Phelan, with Everyday Einstein's Quick and Dirty Tips for Making Sense of Science. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.